I suppose I should be recording this a different way. Using my laptop, making edits, adding the intro theme, maybe adding a few audio clips here and there. A more polished, polished show, as it were, but see, today uh, I bring you a special edition of the Red Rose Register podcast. Because today is going to be looked at in the future, um, whatever future that might be, uh, as one of the most important dates in history. News is out that Poland um, has been hit. Right now, there are conflicting reports whether it is a Russian missile that has struck a uh, little farm-style rural area and killed two. A reminder that Poland is a NATO member, so the significance is, well... The other report is that this perhaps was a Ukrainian air defense missile that perhaps ricocheted or there was an error. error. Ukraine, of course, denies this, but Russia, of course, denies the prior claim. So, I suppose it's time we break it down, though, right? See... The way I see it is there's a few options here. A, we recognize that the military is made up of, well, a lot of people. If you look at the number one, number two, number three, like the top reasons for joining the military, um, a lot of people are just trying to figure out how to get ahead Um, and try to get something out of being in the working class. And, you know, maybe they get bought in by the idea of free college or something, or some of the benefits that come with it. But that is one of the reasons, of course. Patriotism is always up there. Um, This usually seems to come from people that have, you know daddies that were in the military too and at this point kind of becoming family tradition you'll still get some of that and um, if we're being honest there's a one other certain type of person that tends to like to sign up for this type of thing And if we're being honest with ourselves, it's not the type of person that you would want to be alone with. It's someone that doesn't mind the awful things that come from war. Do not take these words as being anti-military, necessarily. I understand the need for a military. I also understand that with capitalism, money 
means more than anything else. And I know what that can do to an army, to a navy, to the Air Force, to Space Force. I know what it can do. And ignoring that reality does no good. So, with that said, these type of people, all of them, are still what? They're human. And humans are capable of what? Mistakes. Mistakes happen, especially in times of war. It's very possible that a mistake occurred. The idea that it was the Ukrainian air defense missile um, related, essentially, that um, they were in the middle of trying to stop Russian strikes and then one somehow, you know, sitcom style ended up striking two fucking farmers or whatever out in Poland in an area that no one's ever heard of and will only know in the history books as being the site of perhaps one of the most significant moments in human history, at least, possibly. Perhaps I'm being too dire, but another option is Russia decided they wanted to test and see if they could get away with something. Gambling for resurrection is a thing. When you understand that doctrine, you understand that it is possible that they are testing the waters. See what they can get away with. Putin waited as long as he did, in part because, well, in times of you know, instability. The desire to push for war can be, well, it can be tempting. It's a way to try to unite your people behind you. Make things easy. So let's not roll out that option. That said, it sounds like a stupid fucking option, but Putin is not a smart fucking man, so who knows? It is possible. Another is that the United States had some play here basically false flag kind of style thing. If you look at how the United States has handled this, um, essentially proving that the Cold War never ended, much of what we've done, well, much of what we've done in this past year has been laughable at best. There are a few that are actually covering these stories that are coming out of this war with any attempt at being honest, I feel. Sadly, you have to go to places like Breaking Points and Rising and Jimmy Dore's stuff 
to maybe get a glimpse of some of the reality, uh, useful idiot, useful idiots, but it's not impossible that we might want to, you know, up things. Um, I don't see that being very likely though here, because despite the fact that I believe we blew up the pipeline, despite the fact that we've been escalating things, um, with the attempt, with, um, the idea of, well, you know, getting crap loads of, of money laundering, um, games going, all to benefit, you know, the military industrial, industrial complex and all that, it, it, lately, um, reports have been leaking that the Biden administration is seeking to basically start you know, demanding some form of diplomacy at some point, and you're starting to see a few more respectable voices, you know, quote-unquote respectable, um, on more mainstream outlets, NBC, CNN, and the like, essentially suggesting that same thing, uh, heads of, of state departments and stuff basically being like, yeah, we need to start looking at, you know, in this. So while the progressives did get, you know, lashed out at for a letter that they have refused to actually stand behind, as spineless as that letter was, um, it looks like the narrative is actually shifting that direction. So false flag on that, that part, I don't see that being likely. Um, one other, um, and I hate to admit this, but one I see as being possible. I don't know about you, but Ukraine wanted this to be a false flag situation in their favor. The neo-Nazis that have a lot of powers there that no one wants to talk about anymore, despite the fact that most outlets were more than willing to talk about this not this not that long ago, even a year ago, pointing out what was going on and all the other bits of corruption, um, you know, everything that took place in 2014, etc., yeah, no, we're not supposed to talk about that. I'm sorry. No. But Zelensky has a neo-Nazi problem. And it's a big problem. You see, it's been normalized to the point where they're being considered heroes. And we're not supposed to talk about their stances and their agendas. We're not supposed to. We're not supposed to talk about that. No. We are funneling tons of money right into their hands. One of the funniest parts is it's been normalized so much that here in a very small town upstate New York, where you literally can open your door and see deer running through trees. Yeah, it's here that I have seen a bumper sticker with neo-Nazi um, logos on it, emblems on it, on top of the U Ukrainian flag, and I've seen a large flag of the same sort hanging outside of a house in this town, right down the street from the small-ass grocery store that we actually have around here. It's not H-E-B and it's not Wegmans, people, so it's not very good. 
No, but if we're not talking about the fact that the neo-Nazis have demanded things that are impossible to actually get, and at this point Ukraine is asking for far too much to end things, it would make sense then if Biden is indeed asking to, you know, slowly pull things back. And Ukraine is getting hit hard. We're not supposed to mention that either, of course. There's many things we're not supposed to talk about. But they've been getting hit hard. And their small their small little victories are always overshadowed. Russia's been kicking their ass. And they've not even used that much of their strength at times. And despite many of their fumbles, Ukraine is about to be in the winter. And their power is so uneven that Kiev is being prepared for total evacuation. It would make sense then, in dire times, a man who of course wants to defend every bit of his borders, with nationalists pushing hard behind him for agendas to, you know, become reality. It makes complete sense that they would want to stage something like this. Meanwhile, Biden is promising no Cold War with China, at least. Um, but perhaps that's because, in many ways, they own us. Of course, a certain biosafety incident in China in November of 2019 was not spoken about. Tossie's recent attack on the Democrats and general censorship is summed up best by her claims that democracy is dead. I would argue a bit against one of her claims, which is um, how she was trying to point out Republicans tend to end up in spam folders more often because of the emails they send out. I would argue if you go and read those emails, those fundraiser requests... I mean, if you read them, they, they're very shady. Some are legit shams and grifts. Trump basically being like, I endorse this guy, donate right here. And then if you read the fine print, Trump's getting 99% of those donations. And of course, he actually gave out very little to his, um, the candidates he endorsed. Democrats gave more to those candidates with their Pied Piper strategy that they love to use in fact no they read very shady so I can understand how a lot of those end up in those folders um, but I largely agree with a lot of her sentiments otherwise see I don't necessarily um, support her I don't stand any public official because public servants shouldn't be supported in that way and I think that's part of the problem in this country, with the direction we are heading. But I largely do agree with a lot of what she tries to push, even if I think she's handling it in the wrong way a lot of the times. Of course, some of her beliefs I'm strongly against too, but we can't continue shaming people for certain stances without 
admitting that it doesn't matter what we say or think. And while I believe that things like hate deserve to be pushed back upon as much as possible, to a certain extent especially, we need to also recognize that we all, around the nation especially, do largely agree that we are heading in the wrong direction. And many of us have different answers for what that direction is going to be. But as long as you continue to fall for culture war bullshit and, you know, fight your neighbor, I mean, the oligarchy is the only thing that's going to win. The oligarchy is what continues to win every election because too many voters continue to prop up this system with smiles that they take home after they vote. And then they go home and they stab their neighbor in the throat for voting for the quote-unquote opposing side. No, the two parties aren't the same. But in many fundamental ways that continue to ignore the working class, they are. Best practices from the liberal U.S. government continue to be a thorn in the side of this country as well because social media now is something that needs its own laws or at least a lot more official and higher standard ones but best practices um, which if you don't know what that means that means um, it's referring to how the U.S. government basically gives um, constant, uh, it's like bi-weekly briefings to the major social media, you know, outlets about what they can and can't do. What they're not supposed to allow to spread, you know. If it's something they deem misinformation, they try to crack down on it. Uh, think Hunter Biden laptop story. It's a quid pro quo situation because they, um, in return, get a lot out of it too. But as long as this continues, we are going to continue having our collective voices silenced. And I know many of you don't believe in cancel culture, or at least don't believe that it is a bad thing. Um... But I ask you, if you believe in prisoner reform, which many of you would, as in, you know, someone goes to prison perhaps for doing something completely awful, but they still deserve another chance, and they still deserve a chance to even vote if after they've paid, you know, their dues into, you know, the legalized slavery system that is prison. Look it up. But... You don't believe someone who is just a dumbass who happened to say something stupid. You believe that shaming them and turning them into a martyr and making it to where they just feel like they've been attacked and had their life ruined. You think that's going to make them end up siding with you more? And you don't think they deserve a chance to, you know, redeem themselves? I 
again, I agree that hate deserves to be called out, but we need to set, you know, certain standards for how we handle it. Where's your, many of us, at least, presumably anyone that listens to this, is the generation that grew up with South Park. How the fuck did we get here? The GOP has won the House, it seems, narrowly. Um, and they didn't take the Senate. We have a GOP civil war on the horizon with that new direction, fake populism, um, similar to what Trump was originally you know, promoting in 2016 um, versus the Trump loyalists. Basically, DeSantis slash uh, Trump. Which side is going to win out? I'm actually thinking that the DeSantis, that New Direction um, angle is going to win out because it's easy to hook people on that kind of thing. Of course, if you continue to beat down on the working class to the point where they never have time to actually investigate your actual policies and how it would actually affect them, yeah, I mean, it's a winning strategy, people. Of course, the mixed bag results and narrative right now is not completely honest because it does correctly point out that some of Trump's big name endorsements did fail. And the midterms did, in many ways, seem like a referendum on Trump as well as on Biden. If you actually go and look at the hundreds of people he endorsed overall... On, uh, I believe it was on Politico. If you go and take a look at that, you will quickly see that a lot more Trump endorsements won than lost. Of course, Trump is announcing tonight that he's going to be running again. So, but we already knew that. Every single one of you is having a fantastic day. I hope every single one of you has a fantastic week and so on. Just remember to be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. Try your best to look past the culture wars. Recognize that we are all in this together. And that the working class needs to unite to vote out and overthrow and remove from power these public servants that have forgotten their responsibilities to each and every one of you. It must be done peacefully, but it must be done if we hope to ever break this up and have a system that truly works for us all. Thank you for listening, as always.